This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Golden Rule Academy, K-12, Private Christian School. As parents, you want to make the best choice to empower your child to succeed. At Golden Rule Academy, we have the same goal let us help you educate and inspire your children to dream big. We offer accelerated curriculum, reasonable class sizes, caring and involved instructors, as well as art, music, physical ed, tutoring, and extracurricular music lessons, and of course, sports programs, including high school football. Our mission is to build confidence and to teach a love for learning. Golden Rule Academy is now enrolling for the 2012-2013 school year. Space is limited and scholarships are available for qualifying students. You can reach our office at 772-464-1597. That number again is 772-464-1597. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. Moses' assistant saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you. As I said to Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and to the great sea toward the going down of the sun, shall be your territory." No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage. For to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all that the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and you will have good success. Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Let's pray. Amen. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the ability to preach and teach this morning. Lord, I thank you for the anointing, God, that's loosed in this house. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, God, that the words I speak would be the words of the Holy Spirit. Lord, give me entrance into men and women's hearts this morning. And Lord, let a revelation, God, Lord, be brought up out of us, God, a revealed truth, God, Lord, that changes us from the inside out. 
Lord, I declare in the name of Jesus, Father, in the precious name of Jesus, that when we leave this place, we have a deeper understanding of your love, a deeper knowledge of who you are and who we are. Lord, that we walk closer in our destiny and understand more, God, about the purposes of our life. And Lord, while we're here and what you've called us to do, Lord, I speak that over the saints this morning in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you, God, that there's no distraction. Lord, there's no thought pattern. There's no high imagination that will exalt itself against your word this morning. Lord, give us ears to hear and a heart to receive what you have prepared for us. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise for that in Jesus' name. And if you believe that this morning, say amen. Amen. Now, we've been doing identity theft for a few weeks now, and we just kind of wrapped that up Sunday. I want to back up to Wednesday night real quick. Because how many know that the Old Testament is really um, a picture of things that were to come in the New Testament? We refer to it a lot of times as shadows and types or the stories. And in a lot of ways, the children of Israel or the nation of Israel is a type of church that we see take place in the New Testament. And, and that there's principles and there's strategies and there's, there's things that we glean from the Old Testament that apply to the church today. And we know that the law that he's talking about here is the law of Moses, that he says, do not let it depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night. And the fulfillment of that law is Jesus Christ. So how many of you understand this morning that we're to be meditating on Jesus? Hmm? That we're not to depart from Jesus. Come on, somebody. That we're supposed to be with him and walking with him and, and in faith for the promise of our life. And one of the things that we talked about uh, Wednesday night, because... Um, as we've been in the book of Romans, and I really want to encourage y'all to be a part of this study because it really is, is really getting really good. And if you've ever had any hang-ups or you've been challenged on what you believe and you have doubt creep into your life, I want to encourage you to be here on Wednesday night because you can, you're going to get free in the next few weeks. We're in Romans 6, 7, and 8, which I just is, a, is an amazing portion of Scripture to me and a, a big part of the revelation of my life and some of the things that God showed me. But one of the things that we were talking about on Wednesday night is, is that God gave us the law that he was talking about in Romans chapter 7. And Paul was saying, you know, I do the things I don't want to do and the things I want to do I can't do. And we were talking about that. And then he talked about the law. Should we do away with the law? And he said, by no means. And one of the things that a lot of times you will see in a Pentecostal charismatic church is, is that people say, I'm not under the law. Don't you be putting the law on me. I'm under grace. Well, you are under grace, but you've got to understand that grace is also a law. Come on. Everything comes from a law. And one of the things that we were discussing Wednesday night is that if you're obeying the law of God because you're just obeying the law of God because that's how you're getting your acceptance or your approval or your performance-based relationship with God and you're saying, well, I'm a Christian because I do this or I'm a Christian because I do that and I'm a Christian because I do that, then you're in error. But it doesn't give you an excuse to not obey the law. See, one of the things that we come to in the new revelation of Jesus Christ is that we do obey the law, but we obey the law instead of out of a heart of fear that God's going to do something to us if we don't obey, or we're going to be in trouble if we don't obey, or there's going to be a consequence for our behavior if we don't obey. Instead of being motivated by that, we're now motivated by a heart of gratitude. And instead of fear, we're so thankful to the Lord and we have this heart of gratitude because of what Jesus has done that we obey the law from the right approach, from the heart of thankfulness and the heart of gratitude. How I many know that's the difference? You still obey the law. You just don't do it because you're afraid something bad's going to happen to you. Because every time we, anything that comes, anything that has to do with the law, if we're obeying it because of the consequence, it's fear based. This is what we were discussing Wednesday night. 
So if the speed limit's 55 and you're going 65, how many know you got this little thing in your heart going, man, I ain't no cop watching me. <laughs> Why? Because you're afraid you're going to get a ticket. So the law establishes fear. We understand that. Jesus comes along, does away with fear, and he says, you're not under the law anymore, but I have this new law of grace that I'm going to bring to your life, and now we obey the law out of gratitude, not fear. Does everybody understand that? So when Joshua 1 talks about in this type of, of this picture of a church that we're going to meditate on this day and night, and it's not going to depart from our heart, what's he talking about for us as a church? He's talking about Jesus. He's talking about us walking the walk with the Lord. He's talking about the purposes of our life and this journey of Christianity that we're on. That every day we get up, we walk with the Lord. And instead of doing things our way, we do things His way. Not because we're afraid Jesus is going to mash us into the ground, but because we're so grateful because of what He's done for us. Does everybody see that this morning? Amen? I just wanted to clear that up before we get into this this morning. My assignment today is ready or not, here we go. Touch somebody and say, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Thank you, Jesus. I remember when you were a kid and we used to play the game hide and go seek. Hmm? It, it actually involved having to use your mind and your body. Remember that? It's a little bit more, it's a little bit more complicated than Xbox 360 or PlayStation 3. Uh-huh. Because you don't just sit there with your thumbs, brain dead, staring at the screen. You actually have to move around a little bit and get your heart beating. How many know what I'm talking about? Hide and go seek was a very complicated game for a lot of us. Because you had to be very creative and your mind had to be challenged on where you were going to hide. And some of us were a little bit too big to hide in some places. Hmm? And what would happen is you'd get everybody all together and you'd pick somebody who was going to be it. You're going to be it. And the person that was it would have to find everybody else that was hiding. And the whole group would go off to hide. And the person that was it would count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And then what? Ready or not, here I come. And they would let everybody know if you're hiding, here they come. And that means if you ain't hid yet, you better get hid quick. Ready or not, here I come. In other words, you ought to be in position by now. And if you're not, too late. We're coming anyway. Hmm? Come on, somebody. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, we need to understand this concept this morning. Ready or not, here we go. Because it's really not about my agenda or your agenda. Amen? How many of you found out in your life that God never really takes into account your situation to determine what He's going to do next? Hmm? We realize that, don't we? Is there anybody here today that you felt like God has started to do something in your life that you really weren't ready for before? I'm not ready, Lord. <laughs> what do you mean? You want me to go to Africa next week? Huh? If we're being honest this morning, then God never seems to take my business into consideration, does He? And He doesn't check my calendar, and He doesn't check my agenda, and He, he doesn't check with me to see if it's convenient or if it's inconvenient before He decides He wants to do something in my life. 
One thing that we need to understand as believers in the kingdom is that we really don't have seasons of convenience. Let me try that again. One of the other things that we need to understand as believers is that we really do not have seasons of convenience. We have seasons of opportunity. I mean, recognize that when God begins to do things in your life, it's not always the most convenient time for us. You might not have your shoes on yet when he tells you to go. Amen. In fact, if we go further in the book of Joshua, we would find out that when God told Joshua to pack everybody up and cross the River Jordan, that the River Jordan was at flood stage. It wasn't a very convenient time to be crossing the river. Matter of fact, the more convenient time would be to do it when it was not flood stage. Amen. Come on, I just believe in the house today that there's some people in here that have come to a place in their lives that you don't care if it's the right time or not, ready or not, here we go. You don't care if it's inconvenient or if it's convenient, if you're prepared or not prepared, if you're ready or not ready, you just want to see something different manifest in the Spirit, ready or not, here we go. Amen? Amen. Amen. Is there anybody in the house that's ready to go? Amen. 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 How many understand this morning that God wants to develop in us as believers and position us for what he has for us? That he's preparing us for what he's prepared for us. Listen, don't miss this. In the kingdom, kingdom protocol is that change is inevitable. How many understand there's kingdom protocol? How many understand in the kingdom there's a king? I mean, understand the kingdom of God is not a democracy. You don't get a vote. Hmm? You don't have representation. You don't elect somebody to go represent you. You've got Jesus for representation. And we obey the Father. He's the king. He's the good king. He's the great king. That's kingdom protocol. God said it. I believe it. I do it. Isn't that right? Hmm? And kingdom protocol says that change is always inevitable. Change is always coming to the kingdom believers. Change is always coming in the kingdom. God is is changing us daily. As a matter of fact, when we were talking about identity theft, our our theme verse, 2 Corinthians 5, verse 15 says, If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. The very beginning stages of your walk with the Lord embraces change. I think the NIV says it this way. The old is gone and the new has come. Change. Change. So one of the things we understand is even in the beginning stages, from the very beginning of this call of God on our life, change becomes a constant in our lives. God is constantly shaping us and molding us by the power of the Holy Spirit. Well, I thought the Holy Spirit was just supposed to bring comfort to the afflicted. No, no, no. Sometimes he comes to afflict the comfortable. Hmm? Well, sometimes we get complacent. Hello, Bob Tarbus again. We will get back to today's message with Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about some exciting ways that you can support the Revealing Truth radio show. As many of you know, there are substantial costs to producing, editing, and airing a broadcast program. So in an effort to offset some of these costs, 
We are looking for radio partners that have a desire to see this program continue every day at 11.30 a.m. Our goal is to raise the monthly support needed to keep this message on the air. Maybe you can commit to $5 per month, maybe $20, or even $100 per month. You may just want to make a one-time gift for any amount, or you may want to have underwriting spots on the program. I ask that you pray and seek the Lord for what you can do. If you hear the call from the Lord to partner with us, please contact Beverly Young at 772-461-8555. Again, please contact Beverly Young at 772-461-8555. Thank you so much for whatever you can do to keep us on the air. And now, let's get back to this timely message with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. So one of the things that we've got to understand is that change is inevitable in our lives. Amen? Old things are gone. New things have come. Everything becomes new in our life. That word new right there means everything becomes new and it's in a state of becoming new. It's constantly renewing itself. Uh, in the Greek, we translate that um, to the Latin and from the Latin to the English, it's the word metamorphosis. Remember the Incredible Hulk? Yeah. You got that, that, what's that, that radiation? Gamma radiation. Yeah. And he would go through a metamorphosis. Don't get me angry. And he would go through this metamorphosis, and he went from little skinny Dr. David Banner to a big green-looking hulk. Hmm? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Did anybody watch that? Yeah. yeah. Ripped his shirt. Ripped everything off but them pants. I don't understand how he kept the pants. Made for TV. Hmm? I remember high school science, metamorphosis, comes from two Latin words. The first Latin word is meta. It means to change or come out from something or supersede outside of what you were originally. So you move outside or away from that thing that you are and you move into a new form. Watch this. It's the story of a, of a caterpillar becoming a butterfly. It's the story of a tadpole becoming a frog. Come on, is anybody seeing that this morning? It's the story of old becoming new. It's the story of Jason, dead and lost in sin, getting born again and becoming Jason the saint. Hmm? See, this ain't the Catholic Church. Once you get saved here, you're already a saint. Hmm? You ain't got to be voted into sainthood. You are saint now. <laughs> Come on, that's good news. Amen? Woo. How many of you recognize that the caterpillar is, is doomed to crawl on the ground and crawl on trees and, and, and crawl through the dirt. Amen? But he recognizes that there's something in me more than my present experience. And he comes to a time in his life where, where it's determined that he's not going to keep on walking through the dirt and, and crawling the rest of his life. And he moves himself into this thing called a cocoon. Come on, y'all know what I'm talking about? Anybody watch the Discovery Channel? And in that cocoon, it gets really dark for a while, don't it? It gets kind of dark in there. And the world looking on looks at the caterpillar and goes, he's done. He done blew it. He done made a mess out of his life. He's dead. He's finished. It's not over. Amen. Come on, somebody. Amen. It's not over for you. Amen. It's not over for you. Amen. Oh, Jesus. Somebody needs to hear that. 
People looking on saying, oh, this ain't never going to work. He's finished. He, he's down for the last count. He's over. He's done. But how many know that while he's in that cocoon, something on the inside of him is beginning to change. He's beginning to take on a different form. He's beginning to feel differently. And he might have went in one thing, but he's about to come out something entirely different. Hmm? Woo! Listen, I just believe there's some people here today that five months ago or three months ago or two weeks ago, you were crawling around in the dirt, crawling around in a life, and God is saying to you this morning that that season of your life is over. He's about to put you in a cocoon and do some work on the inside of you, and you're about to break out of that thing and step into a new life, a new dimension of living, and break through the ceilings of containment that have been on your life. Amen. Oh, Jesus. Some of you just need to get sick and tired of crawling around in the dirt. Come on, amen. Hmm. Some of you got to get tired of where you're at. And shock some of your friends. And shock some of your family. They think they got you pigeonholed and this is what you are and this is what you'll always be. But they don't know what God's doing on the inside. They can't see because it's behind an old rough looking cocoon that looks like death. But inside God's beginning to change the shape of your heart. He's beginning to put destiny on the inside of you. He's beginning to fill you. Fill you with His love. Fill you with His power. And remove the stress of life out of you. I mean that's a beautiful thing. Amen. You're about to, you're about, you you might have went in stressed out but you're about to come out full of peace. You might have went in depressed, but you're coming out full of joy. You might have went in discouraged and bipolar, but you're coming out happy and straight and clean. Come on, somebody. That's what God does in the cocoons of our lives. Amen. He fills us with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Thank you, Jesus. I think I hear somebody kicking through their cocoon right now. Woo, Jesus. Does anybody feel like breaking out a little bit of their cocoon? I think I see a wing. I think I see another wing. Come on, somebody. Woo. Come on, how many of you wanted to touch the sky this morning? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Mm. Everything in the kingdom goes through a metamorphosis. And it happens on an individual basis. And it happens on a corporate basis. It happens to churches. Amen? Change. Everybody say change. change. Now how many of you recognize this? Don't miss what I'm about to tell you. Hold on to your seat this morning. A caterpillar can become a butterfly. But a butterfly cannot become a caterpillar again. Hmm? Oh, I'm about to help somebody. You might start out in the dirt. But when God gets done with you, you're flying. And once he's marked you and once he's sealed you, you ain't going back to the dirt. Come on, amen. Because when a caterpillar becomes a butterfly, it can never once become a caterpillar again. Come on, somebody. Some of y'all missing a really good place to shout right there. You know, if you'd shout a little bit when you hear truth, you'd get the revelation better and you'd hold on to it a little bit longer. Amen. Ooh. Listen, the devil's made some of you believe that he's going to take you back to where you come from. Can I just tell you this morning, that is a lie. That is not truth. I got good news for you this morning. A caterpillar 
can become a butterfly, but a butterfly can become a caterpillar. Amen? This change that God does in you is so radical. It's so irreversible. Change is radical. Change is irreversible. When God changes our life, God changes our lives. It's not just that He gives us a new perspective. It's not that He gives us new desires. It's not that He just gives us new habits. It's an internal change that results in the external things of our life looking different. So the fruit we bear is not the same fruit. We go through a metamorphosis and become something that we never thought we could become before. Amen? Amen? If you don't like change, don't become a Christian. Just stay in the world. Keep crawling through the dirt. Because I'm going to tell you right now, repentance is change. Repentance is change. Conversion is change. Sanctification is change. Everything about walking with God is change. And it will demand change on your part. It will demand you change your heart. It will demand that you change the way you think. It will demand that you change the way you feel. Amen. Amen. Now watch this. Change is a decision. How many know you can change your mind in any moment? Isn't that right? You have the ability to change your mind. You could be headed to eat and riding down US 1 and change your mind and go to the mall. You can, right? You can get up out of the bed in the morning, be walking to the refrigerator to get a thing of milk and a bowl of cereal, and you walk in the refrigerator and open up the door and see the milk, and then you see eggs and bacon and decide to go ahead and fry some eggs and bacon. You change your mind. Come on, isn't that right? Change is a decision. It's when I make a choice to do something different. It's a, it's a process of my thinking. I choose to do something different. Now watch this. Don't miss this. Change is a decision, but transition is a process. Change is a decision, but transition is a process. I like change because I can change something. But then i got to walk that change out, and that's called transition. I have to see it manifest in my life. And if I'm going to transition, then that transition requires something. Requires a process. How many of you recognize today that God works us through the processes of our life to shape and mold us into what we ought to be? That's why what happened to you happened to you. Hmm? That's why what you heard changed you. That's why what you saw impacted you. That's why what you lived messed you up in the head a little bit. Because there's a process going on. And through the process, God wants us to learn how to trust Him. Amen? Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday at 1130 a.m. right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772 461 8555. That number again is 772 461 8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. 
This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. Are you winning or losing in the game of life? Do you even know where to find the rules of the game? There are things you do that make life work and things that cause it to come apart. I'm Ronald Dart. Tune in for Born to Win, Sunday morning at 7, Saturday morning at 6.30, right here on FM 89.9 WCNO. And visit us online at borntowin.net.